Welcome to the young man with Reeves. We share the journey of a young man and a simple story. Welcome aboard. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's give Lorenzo a young man welcome. Thank you for being on the show, Lorenzo. You're welcome, Reigns. Yeah, um, honored to be here. Yeah, um, you know, you, I see you like an elder brother because you remember when we met back in the day in uh, UNN? I think, yeah, that's where I think I came around UNN. So I saw you host events and then I told myself, like, oh, I love what you do, right? It's something I know I can do. Then I went back to school. I used I started doing um, moderation in church. And from there, we did events in school. From there, started learning. Anyway, it's not about me. It's about you today. But the point is, um, I saw how you we come to national programs and the acceptance. You didn't even care because you were a big deal. I mean, for me, you were a big deal. <laughs> you didn't care. Oh, well. Yeah, you are, you know, so you didn't care about, I mean, your status at the time. You always carry me along. You'd be like, oh, gee, what's up? How you doing? You okay? All right, now come now. You know, then and at some point you disappeared. So <laughs> so let's just go back a little bit. Look, how was, um, how do you, when do you know that, okay, this is what you want to do? Because you started off from radio and then emceeing events and all the things that you do or you did, or you're still doing, that we're going to discuss about. I just wanted to throw you back a little bit from the school environment, and then we'll talk it up. <laughs> would, you, would you prefer it started from the school environment or before then? Because, I mean, it all started long before school. Yeah, please go ahead. Share, share. <laughs> okay, so uh, at nine years old, I, I, was, um, I had become a child preacher, you okay. know, so... I, my mother was taking me everywhere. I, my church had, um, the very great celebration assembly had a very vibrant children department and mm-hmm. I preached a lot, you know, some Sundays and then especially at, you know, what's it called, um, children's day services. Mm-hmm. And, and then I joined this, um, at that age, I think earlier, like two years before then I joined a group called, uh, the children evangelism ministry. Hmm. Uh, that was, um, I, I don't know who founded it. I can't even remember, but it was run by, uh, so two men that I know, Professor Paul Bayeri at the University of Nigeria and hmm. Mr. Francis Bassi, his, the Francis Bassi, but then he, he was just uncle Bassi. So he, uh, Dr. Bassi and, um, uh, particularly Dr. Bassi, who I always give credit for mentorship when it comes to being a public speaker, a creative in every way, because he always pushed me to the front. So mm-hmm. he, no, but then it was, it was too, I was too young to understand what he was doing at that time. So yeah, whenever there's this nursery school called Total Child Nursery School. Yeah. When, I, when they're having their graduation ceremonies, he would invite me to preach. Like he was crazy. <laughs> I mean, you know, so, but then every child, it was exciting to see, oh, wow, this guy is like 10 and is here to preach. And, mm. you know, and then my mom would prepare my, ser- my sermon. <laughs> and there's oh, this uh, children evangelism ministry that had, they had their talent search every year. And, you know, it happened at the G- General Studies building 
and it was a big a big deal and i'll still be in front of you know children and professors children and professors themselves that came with their children and i am preaching about certain things obedience honor mm. <laughs> you know <laughs> typical things that children uh should uh will be should be talked to about mm -hmm. and and um that was it so then i found myself talking and you know there's this time you get to get get to a point in your life you're not able to do the same thing with the same energy because I, when i got into secondary school i'd become i'd become uh i started becoming a, a teenager i was yeah. no longer a child so i was becoming too big for the children class All and right. then too small for the adult church <laughs> so i was i found myself nowhere you know mm. so that was when I started, I kind of started doing music. I started playing drums in church and then started singing. So I lost that drum. That oh, really? I never, I never knew you played, played drums. I played drums at the time. I never knew you oh, played wow. drums. I, I, I knew that things, I that things in common. <laughs> yeah, please go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I played drums, sang in church, you know, but um, getting to that point where I was now, I had the need to define where I was going. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure I still wanted to be a preacher. I knew I loved to talk, but mm -hmm. I wasn't sure I wanted to be a preacher. So I found myself always trying to mimic, uh, I get my newspaper and try to, I read my newspapers, uh, my dad's newspapers as still I'm reading the news instead of just reading it. And I mean, not reading it out, but I will always read it out and, yeah. and enjoy myself. So it felt good. I kept doing it over time, you know, before I knew it at the age of, some somewhere around 17 18 mm. i'd already started being interested in doing radio and at mm. the same time i wanted to be an actor i just wanted to speak i knew that it felt like i could speak so i mean why keep it to yourself you should True. you know speak mm -hmm. and I, I didn't fit into church anymore because i mean you know the the when at that age I, there was nowhere i could fit in except maybe and and the process that we I grew up in didn't really have that thing that opportunity for young people for youth rather but mm -hmm. it had it for I mean what I mean youth I mean teenagers, teenagers we had yeah. it for the children but the youth class was really not so good yeah so uh, almost non-existent so I needed the opportunity to express myself I didn't find it until one day I heard about um, rather I went there was this radio station in Enugu called Cosmo FM yeah I remember Cosmo FM. I visited Cosmo Good. FM. <laughs> okay. Mm. So I, I went to Cosmo FM and that was where I, where I, met, I, I met my role model, my number one role model of all time. His name is Spaceman. Spaceman. Yeah, I remember, and... I remember that name. I think he had a <laughs> show then. Yeah? Yes, of course. It was about the finest thing that happened to radio. And mm. I, I mean, I listened to him every other time. I wanted to listen to him more. He showed me, you know, he brought a different vibe to what radio was at the Southeast. Yeah. And... He 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 did it. I mean, Cosmo generally brought that vibe, but yeah, but, true. They really revolutionized, um, um, you know, radio entertainment in, in the East. Yeah, mm. yeah. But but Spaceman was everything. He was a corporate MC. He was the the the, the vibe king. He was the hype man. He was everything, you know. So I just started following him. So when I went to him, he told me about the station that was being built in UNN that I should go back and find a way to join them. Yeah, and I did. And Were you a student at the time? I had started schooling. Yes, I had started schooling. Uh, I was doing a diploma at the, at the Department of Religion at the University of Nigeria then. 
Okay. You're now listening to the young man with dreams. Stay connected. So yes, I came to I joined Lion FM in 2006, becoming mm-hmm. the very first voice heard on the radio. All before mm-hmm. it evolved to become Lion FM. The founders had um, were doing what were running something at the male hostel of the University of Nigeria. They called it uh, Franco Radio. Okay. You know, where Franco Radio is like the name of the hostel area. Mm. And, you know, but it didn't have a license until the University of Nigeria, the uh, vice chancellor, you know, through the Department of Mass Communication got a license and then mm. the station was built. Then, you know, they said they moved to, they got to a different place, acquired equipment, and then it was time to test the microphone and I was invited. Mm. I mean, they didn't sound like they cared about me being there, but it's, it, they just needed someone to test the mic and then they mm. can kick off the guy later. Yeah. So I came in and I did it. He came back, came into the studio and said, oh, wow, uh, you were good, but you were rapping. It easy. So you know, we mm. need to tame him. You know, we need to tame him. We need to tame him. So but then, <laughs> I, I mean, I started, I did something and I was excited. I did. Yeah. And, um, the rest was history. I just continued. So, but then by the time it was, um, I think I knew it was now a thing. The very first show I hosted, I can't forget that show. A friend of mine came to the studio and told me that he wanted me to come and host his event. Uh, and um, uh, uh, he said, um, he, call, he called the show The Mimic. The Mimic. Yeah, we called him, yes, The Mimic. It was a show where artists were invited, people were invited to mimic certain artists. So, oh, okay. and it was a beautiful show. I, and after that, I, I was worried, like, why would this guy want me to host a show? I haven't done this before. Mm. So, but then it, I, I was excited to know that he, he had, he saw something I didn't even see myself. And after doing that, people were laughing and I'm like, okay, I mean, what am I saying that is different? What is happening here? <laughs> so, but I just found out that there are some creeps, which I now call the legendary creeps, <laughs> that, <laughs> that made people laugh, excited, even though I wasn't cracking a joke. But there mm-hmm. was, you know, the way it came out, that made to them, yeah. and they loved it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and I, I started chasing it. And mm-hmm. then, you know, one thing led from that to that to that, I found myself on the stage at the African Movie Academy Awards hosting the biggest film show on the continent of Africa mm-hmm. in 2019. And since then... It's been an up whatever. So yeah, yeah, that's my journey when it comes to talking. Yeah, so it's I don't think it's your journey completely. Don't lie, you. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, um, you come across to me like you've left doing active radio presenting. Yes, um, yes, I still do radio mm. because I produce jingles uh, actively for mm. um, businesses and people. And mm-hmm. I also produce, um, I produced one show for the BBC um, radio. And after doing, I presented that as well. After uh, doing that show, uh, I co-produced and presented. After that, I just knew that I just, I, I had to find a show that I'm going to be doing by the side. Because I can't hate radio. I love radio with everything in me. So <laughs> I, I just didn't want to leave radio. Mm-hmm. But right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a radio. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, but, but I always call myself. A radio. Yeah, of course. I mean, you is is in you. 
It's like someone told David Letterman that he's half man, half table. So you're you're <laughs> half man, half microphone. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, uh, I love you it. know. So um, looking back at what you've achieved, you know, talking on radio, graduated to emceeing actively, and a couple of other events that you've done, you know, the trajectory for you. What would you say that was the um, the remarkable um, thing that stood out in moving from like okay right now let me rephrase this question i'm trying to find a way to you know make you understand what i'm trying to say right so you know i met you when you were it was it was a wedding i saw you remember pastor mecca's wedding and i think oh, it yeah, was sure. and then, yeah so you emceed and you sang so that was the MC and the singer in you that i saw now you've graduated in hosting events of course on a more larger scale and then production of movies then acting now what because you know why i'm asking you this question is there are people that are watching that they don't know when to um switch and focus on a particular skill set right so Right now, you're focusing on, I think you're focusing on more on writing, producing, acting, while you've successfully built the radio presenting skill. So how were you able to know that, okay, this is what I'm doing now, and at this point, I will transition to do maybe production, and I focus on it, I am not going back, then later I'll transition to do... So I just want you to know, I just want you to just explain how it was for you. So for people that are like multi-talented like you to know how to go about it. Do you know, do you understand what I mean? I do. Mm. You know, that the, there was something I read today um, okay. where Peter Loche, uh, Chief Peter Loche was talking about the law, the late mm-hmm. and um, where he said the boy was too talented, was, was good at everything, a lot of things. And it mm-hmm. worried him because people that are like that, you know, always you know either get confused or they get frustrated really mm-hmm. i mean i have a lot of friends that are multi-talented they have more talent than i can even i, I even think i have you know True. but but they they you know they can't even afford to eat a three square meal right now and that's mm. because um you know we we us it almost happened to me I mean, I mean i have to be truthful i became so depressed at some point because I had too many things, and it was as if, as if, as if I could, I'm so good, yet not so bad, so <laughs> poor, not, not getting anything. True, you know? true. So, but then um, th- there's this laid back man that people think is complacency, but it's actually my, um, it's an, it's some sort of, of, of I won't call it overthinking, but it's, critical thinking that is what is it i do whenever i want to do anything whatever mm. it is it's uh, it's not good all the time though but i mean it has helped me yeah i i put it that way because um i when i, I could do radio i could I mean, in the picture before radio mm-hmm. came into the picture i'd always wanted to do movies i wanted mm-hmm. to act you know i'd started writing as a child you know so so i'm, I'm going to be a writer I mean, I'm going to mm-hmm. be a writer, script for film. I'm going to be an actor, 
your radio presenter. I'm going to be your host. I'm going to be on TV doing hosting a TV. I'm going mm -hmm. to sing on stage. I'm going to preach. <laughs> so <laughs> all of these things. Uh, and I'm also going to draw paint because, I mean, I was actively like, a visual artist. I was painting and drawing and creating. During, I made money a lot during Christmas because I would oh, really? make Christmas cards and mm. sell and sell and sell. You know, so but then I realized that I cannot be all of these things at once. Mm. I, I, you know, I have to write these things out, all the things I want to do. The ones I think I can start doing now without the help of anybody. Mm -hmm. And then I'll face it. Then, then I'll, I'll look at it and know if it's something I can face and if it's going to help me in the, in the long mm. run. Then I'll make mm -hmm. a list of the ones that are achievable with less um, effort and people and you know manpower and that can lead me to that can lead me through make me so i can survive on while i'm working on the other and that's how yeah. radio came first because i okay. had to leave i had to drop everything i'd registered with the actors guild of nigeria as far back as 2003 okay and i didn't do any until mm. you know just most recently so i had to drop all of these things and faced radio so radio at the time was it paying your bills like was it paying like was it like an active employment it was an active employment but it wasn't paying the bills i was earning uh a thousand naira weekly and 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 i was i was spending 200 naira daily on transportation so it was a safe i was just getting transportation fee uh for 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 whatever but then that was not what was giving me money what gave me money more was what like the gigs i got outside people uh, um invited me to even church and i, I got mm -hmm. i got 5k for the visit i got 6k sometimes to host events on campus when people were earning 1k to be honest i was earning 6k because i was on radio i think mm -hmm. it was what what brought in, in unn then what took me to that next level was when style plus came to unn style plus was yeah. the biggest band yeah. in, in, in yeah. all of africa then mm -hmm. So they were coming to UNM and they were coming with about 11 artists mm -hmm. that were going to be on stage. But then there was one guy that's going to be on stage that is not a big guy. And that was me. So <laughs> everybody in school were wondering, uh, why is Lorenzo the one and that he's not big and we don't know. Are you sure there's something about, you know, I, mean, yeah. I was carrying myself. I did not get paid, but there was rumor in school that I was given 10, 10K then. Mm -hmm. So every other person that would call me for a show would not, you know, want to give me 4K, 6K. You know, I mean, when I talk about this money, that was big, a big deal then. Because I remember yeah. the, 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 a show could be happening at the Princess Alexandra Auditorium. And the sound mm. for the show is 4,000 naira. But I was paid 6,000 naira. <laughs> so you can, you can imagine that. Mm -hmm. So they bought me for the MC and the sound. And I'm the one collecting mm -hmm. the 6K. And... <laughs> Four thousand naira. I mean, that's that was crazy. So mm -hmm. that was how I was I was getting money. You know, I could and and then people were gifting me also. So the money didn't come from radio or from the job. In fact, I think a few months into this thing, I wasn't even getting a dime. I just you know, it was later. I said he's coming from town. He doesn't stay on campus mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. So we should we should give him one k every week. And you know, we started. So yes, um, it it was crazy, but I mean, we had to do what we had to do. Yeah, I just want to.
yeah, I, I just wanted to dwell more on multi-talentedness and okay. multi-talentedness, passion and profit. So you, like you, you said something striking. There are a lot of people that are multi-talented, but they can't eat three square meal. So I also mm-hmm. feel like the the link is understanding, yeah, I am multi-talented, then understanding that I have passion for this and then asking myself, is it going to bring me profit? Because at the end of the day, I won't eat my passion. It's profit that can feed me. You know what I mean? So um, diving into this, uh, Lorenzo, yeah? So as a a creative, go ahead. I like like where you're going. Mm. But the problem is, yes, I am passionate about this. And yeah. it's likely the one that will give me profit, right? It is mm-hmm. the one that I'm sure can give me profit. But mm-hmm. can I even start it? Do I have the capital to start it? Is it mm-hmm. something I can do? Sometimes mm-hmm. you can't. Sometimes you yeah. know that's the one that will make you, you know, I've always known that the movie industry is going to give me all the, a lot of money. I'm going to become yeah. a multimillionaire, but could I couldn't do it then. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's not something I could cough out money to do. So mm-hmm. I have to do the one that is, even though it's less profitable, but it's going to make mm-hmm. me more popular. And mm-hmm. then I'm going to have access to me get into the movie industry. Mm-hmm. So that's, and that's at the, the same point. Time, so, it, was, it was giving you like little money to live by. Yes, it was giving me little money. Yeah, for, just for food, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, you know, just basic money. Not like it was, I couldn't buy a, <laughs> a car, you know, a used car set. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's it. So uh, you, you, the, you have to just be, you know, like the Bible would say, you should uh, make your vision plain. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to draw a full-blown proposal or whatever it is that you can call it, a blueprint of what each of the things that you can do will take to take you there. Mm. It will cost to take you there. You have to look at it and then mm. put them, put the ones that you are not sure, you sure cannot, you can't work with at that moment you can't run with at that moment put them under your pillow under your bed don't discard them keep it keep Mm -hmm. them there but then pick the ones that you know will take you there Mm -hmm. but might not give you the whole might be slower Mm. and start moving with it just be moving big Mm -hmm. you know i i've seen i've seen people that dreamed it's easier if you have one talent and then you're just, you know, this is the passion you have, and this is the only yeah. thing you want to do. You focus on it, you now start chasing it. You can, you, you, you would invest everything you have on it. Mm-hmm. But I found myself, even, even just last week, I, I was just, and some melody entered my head. I packed, I pulled over, and then wrote some lyrics and continued. Now, my mm-hmm. mind told me, bro, you're going to go and record it. And money was there. I have money that would do that. Yeah. But then at the same time, I remember that I just finished writing a book. My manuscript is ready. And I'm supposed mm-hmm. to publish. And I want, as much as I want to um, wait for a publisher, I don't mind self-publishing. I can use my money to do that too. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things are coming into my head at the same time. And then I know that, ah, yeah, that script I have, oh, it'll be Mekan Shooter with my money. So all of these things... In fact, each time I have a, some big money in my account, enter like this. Yeah, you're thinking all of projects. The, all the projects I have <laughs> lined up will start, you know, flashing yeah. my head. The life of a creative, yeah. Oh, God. And then I start thinking to myself, mm. 
God. Let me not just waste this money. Which one am I sure? Yeah. It's a sure bank card. Give me Mm. back this money. That's how it is. You know, I'm cool for it. So I know that my music, it's going to cost me a lot of money to invest in it. Mm. Putting it on the whole, on hold. Mm-hmm. But I know that my movies, I understand the market now. Mm. Yeah. I understand that if I invest 20 million naira in a film, I'm having, I have to have the right conversations first before I invest that money. Yeah. You know, then I'll ask this distributor, what, where do you want to sell it? Is it going to be to uh, Netflix or is it going to go to the cinema or is mm-hmm. it going to um, another VOD somewhere that it's going to just buy it or going to straight to television? Which one? Whichever mm-hmm. one you arrive at, you now know how much you're going to put there. So you know that in six months, you're getting back more money. So you just have a conversation. You know that it can never fail, no matter yeah. what, except you don't shoot the movie. Mm-hmm. Or shoot mm-hmm. it right. So you now invest there. And while it's coming out, you find yourself wanting to invest more because it's, it's coming, right? So, yeah. yeah. So if you have multiple talents, the best thing to do. It's priority. Yes. <laughs> Prioritizing mm. in, in, in with wisdom, you mm. know, not the one that you think is the one the world is waiting for. Sometimes you don't even do the one you're most talented in. Yeah, you know because yeah, true, true. For instance, radio, radio. Um, I know I loved radio. I could do radio, and I will never leave radio. In fact, mm-hmm. I'm going to set up my own radio station and yeah. I'll still present. But I, I went to radio. If I had money. At the beginning, to do my films or do my music, I'm not sure I'll be a radio presenter. Mm. But mm. I, I would have been just like this guy that has a gig of I present mm-hmm. on, re- on, on radio once every two weeks or something like that. Mm. Not the radio boy that I became. Mm-hmm. So, it's it, it was something I needed. In fact, it gave it granted me access to everybody I needed in, I needed in life. Wow! Because I could walk into any office and say, "Sir, I want to talk to you. I'm a radio presenter. I I met the CEO of a particular airline." And I mm. walked up to him and said, hey, sir, my name is Lorenzo Menakaya and I run the radio station. Mm-hmm. I run this particular radio station. And he was shocked, like, this boy. <laughs> you run a radio station? I like mm. that. Mm. He helped me by the hand. I said, let's go. We got on his <laughs> private jet. Mm. <laughs> you know, so things like this happen all the time. Yeah. You know, so we need to find ourselves in that position where we start prioritizing, make our lists and decide. Since yeah. I have all the listens I can do, what about just facing this one first? Mm. You know, while I'm doing my proposal. You know, in yeah. in in 2023, all those proposals and pitch decks they are working big time. There are people mm. that want to invest, and you need to learn how to convince them to invest in whatever dreams you have. Yeah. True. But while you're doing that, be doing other things. Mm. To, you know, to keep your body and soul together. Go together, you very very well, because hunger is real, though. <laughs> yes. You know, so let's just talk a little bit about your uh, the projects you've done in, um, like in the UK, in the US. You know what what what's up? Because I I know you you travel a lot, and it's uh, one thing I would put out there is I'm so I, I would say very proud because you do all these things and then you come back to Enugu. You do all these things and then you come back to Enugu. <laughs> you know, the other time I asked you, you were in Lagos, you were shooting. I guess, yeah. but network was bad. The other time you were in um, the UK, Oxford, right? I think that was yeah. before the Lagos project. Then the other time, I think you were in the US as well. So how how has it been for you? Just, can you just share a little bit more light about those projects? 
Well, the only things I've done in the US is just um, to help with a particular class. Mm. You know, a friend of mine who lectures at uh, Spelman College always yeah. want me to always want me to have a conversation with his class. Yeah, you know, he's he's a, a doctor of music, PhD mm. in music, and he's is African music. And um, he's one of the f- most fantastic writers, uh, proposal writers I've ever come across in my entire life. Mm. And uh, his, his proposals never get turned down. <laughs> so I, I'm always, you know, talking about this guy. So he invites classes to discuss with his students and to mm. discuss Afrobeat and Afrobeats. You know, they're two different mm. things. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, Fela and um, what's the drummer name? His drum. They created Afrobeat. Oh, okay. And then, um, but Afrobeats is what the the West is calling the style of music mm. that we have coming from Nigeria now and okay. some parts of West Africa. But that's mm. a corruption of the original name of Afrobeat. <clears throat> so it just um, it, it, like two years ago we started accepting it. Over time, we've argued and said, please. Can we change the name? If if you are uh, doing something, if you are singing, if you're singing like uh, an omelé, it's mm-hmm. not Afrobeat. It's it's African R R and B rhythm and blues. Mm-hmm. If you're singing like an Asha, it's soul music mm-hmm. or Neka. It's soul music. They're not all cat- Afro- should not all yeah. categorized as Afrobeat. Afrobeat, yeah, because it's from Africa. But then mm-hmm. we've accepted what uh, the <laughs> The American man has called, and mm. we are beginning to accept it. No problems, okay? Mm. So with Afrobeats, no wahala. We'll take it like that. So yes, that's what I do. I just get to discuss with the students, and I've done that a few times. Um, you know, that's all for now. I'm hoping to have um, bigger connections with over there. Yeah. Then the the UK. Yes, I I I was invited to Sundance London. Okay. As um, just as a pressman, okay. and I, you know, I did. Uh, that's uh, I think that was the first major event I went for in in London in twenty twenty two. Okay. And then I also was later went for went to that to the University of Oxford on the invitation of uh, James Curry to okay. have a conversation to you know. You know, there are many things to discuss about. Always, <laughs> I'm always, in fact, always, always something yeah. to discuss. But, but it started with um, the African Movie Academy Awards and the Lagos State Government have taken going to Oxford to discuss with Nigerian filmmakers in mm-hmm. in England mm-hmm. and invite them back to Africa, back to Lagos, yeah. especially Lagos, particularly to to start to explore. The opportunities that are there and start shooting there making films in lagos and mm. that it will be of uh, global acclaim so i happen to be the moderator i was invited to madrid so that's it mm. and um i i think that's pretty much all i've done so i mean <laughs> i i'm always yes traveling trying to, yeah. to learn more mm. and to but basically i don't just travel for vacation each time i'm out there i'm learning i was yeah. a whole film um, uh, the Unilever sponsored um, 30 Nigerians to Africa Film Africa Academy 
Yeah. Or rather, Academy for African Filmmakers. And I happened to be one of them. I didn't even mm. know I was going to be one of them because I, I, I thought I was at least. Yeah. At least. <laughs> but I, well, I, made, I made it. And, you know, it was run by MoFilm UK. So mm. a lot of great stuff has come my way. All of them are just so I can get to better myself. You yeah, know, when so you grow up in a particular environment and that environment is the kind that it's one thing and one thing only. And that's, you know, most people that knew that knows that if it if you you, can, you have to be a good reader you have to now and if you mm. become a good reader you're going to be a good writer that's how we mm. we have people like uh, chimamanda Adichie, mm. uh, and a, a bunch of others that are growing up from that same community so yes it's different now I, yeah I'm it, is. Fact. it is it is like you know um what uh what's it called the when i reached out to you the other time i think you were working on a project so i wanted to know uh what project are you currently working on or are you you're just relaxing because you're in Enugu right now or okay I'm, I'm i'm glad you're saying currently because <laughs> all the projects i've been working on i signed ndas and i don't mm. want trouble oh okay yeah yeah <laughs> that's okay that's okay and, but, but i can tell you in authority that these are projects that and uh, beyond I, I was doing the last time you messaged me that was yeah. um uh, me working on a project by africa's finest actress <laughs> i'll leave it there <laughs> yeah no it's okay i understand i understand these things you know i i, I understand how it works i just wanted to know you know like are you on the cruising mood now you know no, i'm not i'm not cruising anything you know, no yeah, yeah. i'm back in enugu because i i wanted to I'm looking for there's this kind of apartment I'm looking for okay. that I can I'm, I'm working two things at the same time mm. I'm wrecking for a movie that I'm starting to shoot I'm producing and it's starting in it's going to be directed by Ibukan Joko he we we also did the same thing for the film last year that went to um to the cinemas and spent uh, about six weeks and uh and then it's going to 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 um a streamer by yeah. next month okay. so yeah we did the same thing so we're doing another one and we're planning to shoot in two months so i want to i'm i'm wrecking looking for uh, places where we can do what we're supposed to do and also trying to finalize on the cast and the crew okay. you know it's um it's a different kind of story so yes we are working hard on that that's one and we're filming Renugu. so yes then secondly i am also writing I'm writing, so I finished my first manuscript, uh, and, and I'm hoping to publish soon, like I mentioned. Mm. So I'm looking for a particular kind of apartment where mm. I'll have less generator noise okay. and around it, <laughs> so I can have enough inspiration whenever I want to write. Yeah, yeah. So I and I wanted to make I want to make it a permanent base mm. for the for my east for the east, and then. Yeah. Uh, well, so that when I'm in Middle East, that's where I am. Oh, I can yeah. hide there and have peace of mind and mm. work for as long as I want. You know, so, when yeah. you said that you were looking, my mind went to you know, that you were looking for a wife. That's what came to my mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, do they look for wives like that? Oh, wow. I, I mean, I don't, if... I don't know. So that's for me is a very good cue to ask you. May, may, maybe. I... <laughs> okay, ask your question though. 
<laughs> no, when am I coming to eat your jello fries? Or you did it? I don't but, know. But you're not. You're not. It's going to be Nigeria. So I mean, you're I not don't in Nigeria. Care. Have you sent me an invitation? I'm not around. I will come okay. down. Oh well. Okay, I heard you. Thank you. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know where. Where do you guys find wives? All of you that got married, please. Where did you find your wife? Lorenzo, stop. Why didn't this? I, I don't. I don't know where they keep wives. So I've been looking for. I've seen a lot of girls, but I, I haven't seen wife. Mm -hmm. Although I heard that the Bible says that I'm the one that'll make her a wife, right? Mm -hmm. But she has. She has to look like it now first. Then I'll now. Lorenzo, why do you like you? Sound. I know you have a very high taste. You, you know, you are too meticulous. Yes, I know you. You, I Why know you. It has to be, yeah, <laughs> it has to be a particular. I know if I don't write list, give God time. <laughs> Why is everyone saying that I wrote it? That kind of thing. I had is the call is about the taste. Well, 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 maybe, yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> but I mean, I couldn't have gone living living my life all these years, having mm. come across beauty mm. and the quality that has always come around me, and then I'll go for something not as good. Excuse me, Lorenzo. <laughs> <laughs> You know how we talk, right? I need to see you face to face, right? I'm looking. The, I'm coming to Nigeria in December, right? And God be with you that you are you are in Enugu. I'll be in Canada. Right? Thank you. <laughs> I'll be in Canada then. So, Jesus in Christ. fact, I, I'll probably call Paul Kagame and move to his country. I'm sure that I was called. Someone told me that they're looking for talent, so I'll just go there and, and spend. Oh my God! They will deport you because of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, but I mean this issue of marriage is not easy. Now let me let me now talk like someone that is a, a Christian that's saying the truth. Yeah. It's not it's not been easy for, for me particularly. I've made moves. Mm. I've tried. I don't carry wine, they walk yeah. off a road they, on my you. way. We had to turn back and pour the wine away and go to home. Oh wow. Know, because because wow. um wow. Are you telling yeah. me movie, movie scripts or real life? No, I'm telling you real life. I've I've got I've got to that point where I said this is it, and we agreed it's gonna be, but somewhere along the line, so, something came in between it, hmm. in between us, and it, these are things that you face in in this, today's world where everybody's up in your business, you know, hmm. and and I've never wanted anyone to know about my private life. I try not to, to yeah. let it out yeah i know i know you you're very very so, about like what you post out there like you know so yeah, yeah. but work, then work, work 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 but then it says um it, it happened but it's not not like the public did anything to me but mm. but but you know when then then that issue of taste actually has also has has affected me a lot because um I know there is no perfect person and we always yeah. keep saying that that people you know find those things that you can manage in a mm. person and then uh, you can cope with and then go ahead and marry the person but hey there is uh, <laughs> lorenzo you will be fine you will be fine i, 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 I will uh, you will you will be fine anyway 
I I pray you are in nine. I don't know. You know you are you are like. No, I, I'll probably yeah. be around, but yeah. if not, anywhere I am, you fly. I'll pay for a flight to come. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Any last words for um young guys listening? Most talented guys a bit confused, you know. So. Okay, most talented guys. Mm. Let me tell you two things. First, you may have all the talent in the world. And like I said earlier, please, dear, yeah. just make a list. Find the one that you think you and your friend or you alone can mm-hmm. just start doing. Even if it's the one that's going to be paying on a daily basis or mm-hmm. even just start doing that one first. Yeah. It's going to give you, what, you know, when you succeed in those little ones, it gives you hope. It makes you understand that you can actually succeed when you start doing the big one True. so start True. start start with that mm. you know and then again multi-talented people mm. <laughs> sometimes you are multi-talented and you don't think there's any you can start little you can start small yeah yeah you can actually step away from all the talents that you have mm-hmm. and start doing the one that probably is not your passion mm-hmm. just for the sake of you know I, I my friends would say why am i encouraging them to do a nine-to-five the reason mm-hmm. I don't encourage most people, especially creatives, to do nine to five is because sometimes they get there and they get they start enjoying the money and forget that they're supposed they have a purpose to fulfill. Yeah, yeah. You know. But if it's getting frustrating and you think you can not do it this, just promise yourself that you are giving yourself three years to do this one or, mm-hmm. and then step out. Yeah. L- work for somebody. Or even look for people that are doing the same thing mm-hmm. that you want to do mm-hmm. and volunteer for them. Mm-hmm. You know, you might not be making the whole money in the world, but I promise you, you are going to be excited because you are getting better at that thing and you're meeting the people that are going to help you True. do that thing. So step out always. Volunteerism True. is one thing we over, we never talk about enough. Yeah. You know? and mm. It's it's important. So let's yeah. let's always do that. The first time I won... Um, an award. Okay, the first time I was nominated for the Future Awards. Yeah, I was nominated for the Future Awards twice, okay. and the first time, I, my, I, I wanted to work as a volunteer at the show. Yeah, and and they told me, oh no, come on now. <laughs> I was like, I don't care. I want to do the job because mm. I mean I haven't seen this kind of show before. Yeah, and yes, I'm a nominee. You know what, Hala, and I'm supposed to be given all the VIP treatment, but I want to work with you guys. Mm. I want to serve. You know, and I was given the little opportunity that I had, and I did one or two things before, you know, now returning to my VIP spot, mm. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. And the truth is, that gave me a lot of leverage. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It, it opened doors that I never thought yeah. I, could, I could open a normal day. Mm-hmm. That's how I became friends with the, the founders of the award and started talking on on personal basis. So, yeah. yes. Just um, always step out, do your thing, you know. Volunteer, talk to the talk to people, and co- make them feel be good, and tell them that you're you've always looked up to them. You're my role model. You're my this. Just talk. Yeah. You know, that person yeah. might just sign you a check that will answer the questions. <laughs> you can thank you so very. Thank you so much. Thank you so. Thank much. you, sir, thank you. for having your me. time. Means a lot to me. Like the good old days. You know what I mean. You know, thank you. Um, so how can we get to you? Socials, emails, you know. 
I am Lorenzo Menakaya everywhere. Okay. <laughs> same same name, Lorenzo Menakaya on yeah. social on all my across platforms: mm. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, mm. uh, YouTube, TikTok. Mm. You know, yeah. everywhere. So, everywhere means everywhere. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I answer my DMs personally. My okay. I've I've ensured all my fan logs are gone. Okay. Because, I mean, you know, so yeah, I respond personally. I'm, I don't, I mean, I love my social media. I don't okay. post a lot, but I want to connect, always interact. Yeah. And connect, yes. Thank right, you, guys. sir, for having me. Thank you. You've heard it. You can connect with him on socials. He answers directly by himself. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for. Um, listening to my very good friend, you know, if you see the way we vibe, you know we are friends. Like he, he's <laughs> like an elder brother to me, Lorenzo. Thank you so much. I pray uh, I see you in December. That is if you are not in Canada, oh, wherever. Yeah. Where, what what country are you now? Let me know if I, I'm coming. Yeah, I'm in I'm in England. Uh, I live in okay. Britain. Yeah. So listen. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm a I'm a support worker, but focused on complex care, recovery, mental health, and mental health. And oh. then I do entertainment of all, all my pod, podcasting, um, event hosting, of course, all the things that you taught me. You know, so oh, please, yeah, that's what I do. Thank and you for giving me so much credit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, see you next Friday. All right, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> Wow. wow thank you so much guys for being with me till the end of this particular episode and i hope you enjoyed it see you next friday keep being inspired bye the young man with dreams. <laughs>